We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. So today I wanted to do an episode. It's funny, I've already done a couple different uh, potential episodes here, but just wasn't satisfied with where it was. So I wanted to do one more episode, give it one more go. Uh, The first time Derek and I tried to do it together, Derek was having some issues uh, in regards to his internet. So we weren't able to complete it. We got about five to 10 minutes in and he had issues. And then yesterday I kind of made one off the cuff and I realized, holy smokes, there's more players here that I want to talk about than what I initially had. I initially had six guys. I want to talk about nine guys today, so a little bit more here, and talk about some guys who I believe will have the biggest impact for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, it's going to be interesting because there's, I mean, there's even more guys you could potentially, you know, throw on this list. And so, Wanted to kind of talk about two guys that I have kind of as honorable mentions. So 11 players in total I'll be talking about today, kind of a wider list than typical, but wanted to kind of talk about that. Uh, The two guys I have here um, as kind of honorable mentions, uh, the first guy I think is not a question, Shaquille Leonard. I mean, you got to talk about Shaquille Leonard and just what he can do when he is healthy. I mean, we already know, you know, Barna, it's so important for what Shaquille Leonard to have him out on the field and healthy. The only reason why I don't have him on this list is the fact that he hasn't been healthy and there's still questions about his health. And so if he's fully healthy and he's back to what he was a couple of years ago in terms of creating turnovers and the type of player he was, certainly he's going to have a major impact on this team. But just for the sake of this, wanted to kind of talk about uh, have him as a kind of an honorable mention, and maybe he'll be a key factor if he is healthy, and that will all depend on that. Uh, the other player I have is also Jelani Woods. I mean, we already know Jelani and, and the, the the ways that he was used last year. I mean, uh, we felt like he was majorly underutilized at times. It seemed like every time he got targeted, he made a big play happen. Uh, but I have another guy on this list I'm going to put slightly ahead of him, which is why he just misses this list as well. So those are the two honorable mentions for me. But let's jump right into it. I have four offense, four defense, and a special teams player. Uh, that I want to throw in there as well. So the first player is the most obvious one on the offense, the guy who was the rushing leader in 2021. The Colts desperately missed him last year in stretches. That's Jonathan Taylor. I mean, 
we already know how critical Jonathan Taylor is to this Colts offense. I mean, the guy was single-handedly winning you games in 2021 when you really didn't have a consistent passing game or or really didn't you know feel like you could play a lot of balance. Jonathan Taylor was still carrying the load, and he won you games on the back of himself. And so, wanted to put him on here. I mean, you know, had that ankle surgery earlier in the offseason. Hasn't you know been out there for OTAs and stuff, but. When Jonathan Taylor gets out there inevitably in training camp, he's going to be the main focus. And he's going to be the main focus if he can stay healthy this year in this Colts offense. And so that is definitely one thing that is not to be taken lightly is Jonathan Taylor's impact. And the fact that, yeah, the Colts drafted a rookie quarterback, but the offense is still going to stop and start with Jonathan Taylor and what he's able to do. I mean, the dude was carrying you uh, and has carried you in the past, and you really missed him last year when he dealt with that ankle injury. So uh, he definitely is a guy that I think out of all these players you got to talk about, he is far and away the player who's going to have the biggest impact on this team and is going to be the main focus of this offense regardless of who is out there at the quarterback position in week one. And with the quarterback position, I got to talk about Anthony Richardson just because I think the nature of the position. Now, obviously, we don't know if he's going to be the starter week one or not. You know, he may he may not be the starter for a couple weeks, but Anthony Richardson, just because of the nature of, of the position, just because of where you drafted him, I almost feel like you have to put him on the list. I almost, I'm kind of of the belief you have to put the quarterback on the list probably about every year, just because of how critical it is to your success or failure, and also the fact that that guy touches the ball more than any other player um, on the field. So, got to talk about Anthony Richardson here, and you know, depending how he looks, if he starts from week one, I mean, that really kind of determines like, you know, you can have a great roster, but if you don't have a great quarterback, I mean, it could be, it could be the difference in, you know, 10 wins versus six or seven. So, I mean, it's so critical for what Anthony Richardson's going to do. And I know some people and myself included have kind of been like, look, the record, while it's important, I think what's more important is if we see that development of Richardson throughout the course of the season, right? If he's, a lot better of a player if you can see definitely um those noticeable you know improvements from week number one or whenever he does start to the final week of the 2023 season for him uh, you can see those noticeable improvements and if you can do that i think that's a major win in him going into year number two and kind of the development and stuff like that because the dude just needs experience i mean he just needs starting experience he's got all the physical tools you need he just needs i think some refinement and the best way to do that, I think, is, you know, game time, game experience, live reps. And if he can do that, I think he has a great chance at making a big impact. But again, if he does struggle, the team's going to struggle. I mean, the record's going to indicate that. So it really does depend on Richardson for how the Colts, um, you know, kind of look whenever he does start. You know, they could be a team that wins, you know, a couple games. It could be a team that potentially is vying for a wild card spot. I mean, it really is that broad and it really you know starts and stops with Anthony Richardson and how he does look so felt like I needed to put him on the list for that reason uh, another guy that is so critical and the reason why I put him above Jelani Woods is because he is the Colts leading receiver Michael Pittman didn't have a great year last year but still was far and away the most targeted uh, and clear-cut number one receiver for the Colts last year I mean Pittman had almost 100 catches in that offense and uh, you know the fact that now the Colts has some some potential vertical passing threats uh, with Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew. Um, that's just going to, I think, be great for Michael Pittman. And I think it's going to be great for 
Um, you know, Anthony Richardson just having a guy that he feels like he can trust. And it's a big year for Pittman, too, uh, to prove that he is the true number one moving forward. And he is a part of the solution. He deserves an extension. And he can be, him and Richardson can build that camaraderie moving forward. You know, he's 25 years old. He's in the peak of his prime right now. And so he has an opportunity to prove that last year, you know, while the stats, he still had a lot of catches statistically, wasn't his best year. And he can show that that was more of an outlier year than, you know, the actual, you know, indication of who he is as a player. So Pittman's going to have a big role in this offense. No question about that. He's going to be the number one receiver for the quarterback, whoever does throw him the ball. And he just needs to prove that he is the ascending player we saw in 2021 and not what we saw last year with some of the you know, things that we weren't typically used to seeing in Michael Pittman, you know, uncharacteristic drops or things like that, where you're just like, come on, man, like you got to do something better or the fumbles or whatever. Um, you, you just need to see him have a nice bounce back here. If he can, I think he has a great chance to be a part of this wide receiver core with Anthony Richardson moving forward. So uh, Michael Pittman definitely makes a list for that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Reason. Um, the next couple guys I want to talk about more on the lines. Uh, the first guy, you know, there's a lot of guys I could have thrown on this offensive line. I thought about throwing Ryan Kelly on the list, but I think just because of the nature of the position, Bernard Ryman deserves to be on this list. I mean, he's protecting the quarterback's blind side. He's going into year number two, you know, and really Ryman got thrown into a really difficult situation last year, you know, where he wasn't, you know, the starter week one and, people projected that he was probably going to sit behind Matt Pryor. Well, crap hit the fans sooner rather than later. And, and then we saw, you know, Ryman got thrown out there and he had to kind of learn on the fly in a lot of ways. And, you know, had his moments uh, where he struggled for sure, but had his moments where he looked pretty good. And I felt like at the end of the year, we could confidently say Bernard Ryman definitely improved from where he was, you know, when he you know initially started and then to where he you know finished and he added 15 pounds in the offseason and that was his biggest question mark was getting stronger that's something that Chris Ballard had really talked about and said that's what we, we want to see Bernard you know do this offseason and he definitely seems like he has you know the big question was his anchor you know but the ability to handle more of those power rushers I mean the dude is crazy athletic I mean former tight end we already know that but it seems like he's getting stronger and getting better 
and refining the ways that he was weak last year. So Bernard Ryman is going to be critical. I mean, left tackle is one of those blue chip positions that I think you just, you got to get right um, if you want to have and be successful in this league. And so if the Colts can figure out left tackle and if Ryman can continue to ascend and make that leap in year number two, I think it's a great opportunity there uh, for the Colts to fix one of those positions that honestly they've struggled to fill since Anthony Costanzo hung it up after the 2020 season. So Bernard Ryman makes the list because of the nature of the position, because how important important that is and also because he has a great opportunity here uh, to step into his own and to be one of the better tackles in the NFL. All right, let's move over to the defensive side of things. Staying on the defensive line, let's talk about tackle, but on the other side of things, defensive tackle. You know, initially it's crazy. I didn't even have DeForest Buckner on this list and I don't know how I, you know, failed to put him on this list, but I didn't miss miss it this time, guys. You know, Buckner's the guy. I mean, he's the guy in the middle. I mean, you added Samson Mabukum in the offseason, that defensive end, but Buckner's still going to be the guy that's going to be the main focus of offensive lines. He's going to be the one that offensive lines scheme around, you know, scheme to take out of the game if possible. They'll double-team him a lot more, and it'll open up more opportunities for these other defensive linemen to get more chances. But he is that leader in the middle. There's no question about that. He's the guy that's played through injuries. He's the guy that's been a consistent leader, and he's a guy that even – you know, this offseason, you know, committed and said, I'm staying, I'm committed to staying here, even if it is a rebuild. So, I mean, for those reasons and just the type of player he is, Pro Bowl, all pro player, DeForest Buckner deserves to be on this list. No question about it. He's going to be the guy that's going to be a problem for everyone. I mean, he's been like, there's been a lot of changes, but him and Grover Stewart have been the models of consistency on that defensive line for the last really three years. So wanted to put him on there. Also shout out to Grover Stewart could put him on here, but I think three techs a little bit more important um, than, you know, the one tech here. So I think Buckner for that reason should be on this list and what he does with his defense. Um, speaking of leadership, wanted to talk as well. Another guy that I didn't initially have on my list, but I think it's critical just because of kind of the ascension of him in certain ways into a leadership role. Right. That's Zaire Franklin. I mean, he's a dude that just, you know, last year we thought special teams, special teams, and you brought him back and we're like, did you ever pay for Zaire Franklin? Well, no, it actually turned out that you majorly underpaid for Zaire Franklin, what he was able to do last year, stepping up in the absence of Shaquille Leonard and breaking the franchise record in tackles. Zaire Franklin's a guy that honestly, I didn't see it coming. And I think a lot of people didn't see it coming, kind of his rise to being a starting linebacker in this league and being a pretty good one at that. So Zaire Franklin, he's a vocal leader of that defense. I mean, Buckner's a leader, but Zaire Franklin is that guy right now. And so I think it's absolutely critical that I put him on this list because he's so important to what the Colts do defensively, to getting guys in the right spot and just being that vocal leader. You know, he was already a leader on special teams. Now he's a leader on that defense as well. So Zaire Franklin, definitely a guy I want to put on this list as well. I think he's going to be so critical to what the Colts do and how their defense looks. With a lot of new faces um, in this locker room and on this defensive side of things this year, and specifically on the secondary, which is why my, my last two guys on the defensive side of things are both in the secondary. The first guy is, it's crazy, I'm putting a rookie on here, but just because of, honestly, just where you're at, at the corner position, I think Juju Brents is going to have a huge role in this defense when he hits on the field, you know, still recovering, obviously, from that wrist surgery he had. But Juju Brents is going to be huge. Him and Darius Rush, I think, have a great opportunity to step in as a number one and number two outside corners, right? I think they have a great chance to do that, which is just crazy, you know, with the whole Isaiah Rogers situation, that opens a huge gap 
for that. And and obviously we'll see, you know, do the Colts potentially elect to go out and look for a veteran, you know, DB here, um, or do they elect to stay pat and just roll with the youth? I'm personally okay either way with what they do. I understand both sides of the argument, but I think certainly that's why I didn't put, I think, uh, both of these guys on the list. That's why I just put Brents. Even if the Colts were to go out and get a vet corner, Brents is still going to be at the minimum the number two outside corner. So he has a great chance here to do that and and potentially show some things in year one. Um, He's going to get a lot of reps, and there's probably going to be some hiccups, but you know what? He has a great opportunity here. He's going to have an impact just because of where the current state of the Colts cornerback room is right now. So Juju Brents makes my list. And the last guy I got to talk about is a guy that just switched positions. Julian Blackman switched to strong safety just recently. And I think the reason I have him on the list is because he is a, you know, it's crazy to even think about this, but he is the vet back there in that secondary, in that safety room specifically. He is the vet and changing positions here with Rodney McLeod leading. You know, McLeod was that guy last year for that defense. When McLeod was out there, that defense was so much better in that secondary. Things were communicated, and now McLeod's gone. And so Julian Blackman has a great chance to not only you know change positions, but also has a great chance here to be that leader, to get guys in positions, to do the things that they need to do. And he has a great chance here, I think, just because of losing that strong that strong vet in McLeod to be that guy moving forward. So I wanted to put Julian Blackman on the list. He's in a contract year. He has a chance here to earn a payday with the Colts and to be a part of the solution to that secondary and not just, you know, another guy that shows flashes but never can put it all together. So Julian Blackman makes a list that rounds out the defensive side of things. Here's a guy as well that I didn't even consider at first, but I think it's critical, guys, to put Matt Gay on this list, right? That's a guy that we talked about when he initially got signed and really haven't talked about him since. You may be like, Cody, really, why are you putting a kicker on here? Well, I'll tell you why I'm putting a kicker on here. Just go back and look the last couple of years at the kicking situation for Indianapolis. You don't know exactly why I'm putting Matt Gay on this list. I mean, the Colts have been, I mean, I think sporadic is putting it lightly. They've had moments like I thought last year, you know, Chase McLaughlin was fine. I thought he was he was pretty decent. But Matt Gay is on a different level. He's one of the top kickers in the NFL with a team that's struggled since Vinatieri uh, to, you know, do anything and be consistent and have any form of a threat in their kicking department. I think Matt Gay's a major upgrade. I mean, the dude's missed only a couple kicks in the last couple of years, right? He, I think he's missed, if I'm not mistaken, less kicks in the last two years than Chase McLaughlin, who played well for the Colts, missed last year. So if that tells you anything, Matt Gay is going to be a major upgrade at the kicker position. I don't normally talk about uh, special teams in terms of kickers and punters being critical, but I do think it is because – you know, maybe not this year, but you know, if you find yourself in two, three, four years in a tight playoff matchup against one of these elite AFC teams, and it comes down to field goals, you don't have to worry about Matt Gay. You really don't. He's going to be a guy that's going to be consistent. I mean, guys, let's think about that Buffalo game in 2020, that playoff game, right? If Blankenship makes that field goal, that could be a completely different game. That really could have been a different game if the Colts had consistency at kicker. How many times have the Colts in the last few years you know, lost close games because of their kicker situation? 
So wanted to just give a shout out to Matt Gay because of you know what he's done and the, the opportunity he has here with Indianapolis to finally bring some stability to the kicker position. I think it's critical. I think he's going to have a big role um, in the potential you know outcome of a few games for Indianapolis. And, and at the least, you finally have some dependability at kicker, which is something you couldn't say the last couple of years. So, guys, that's my list of guys that I think will have the biggest impact for the Indianapolis Colts. Like I said, a couple other guys that I gave honorable mentions, and I can make the argument for probably a couple other players as well. But let me know, guys, what do you think about – these players do you think these are the top players that you would say are going to have the biggest impact why or why not let me know in the comments below but that'll do it for this one guys thank you so much for tuning in really appreciate all your support sorry guys it's been a little bit crazy right now i'm not going to be really available um here this next week i'm going to be off uh, the whole week uh, doing stuff for my for my full-time job so i won't be available but derek will be available uh, so be on the lookout for more videos very soon i do know the colts have uh, a mandatory camp coming up this week. So we'll probably have some coverage for that. So be on the lookout for that guys. But other than that, have a good one guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always guys, go Colts.